0: Dear Even More Mashed Up, today is going to be an amazing show, and here's why. Because today, all you have to do is just be yourself. But also funny. That's important. And insightful. Easy to listen to. Informal. But mostly just be yourself. You know, that, that's number one, obviously. Be yourself. But like a funny version of yourself. Like insightful and easy to listen to and not weird or nerdy or too much into superheroes. But you're not weird or nerdy or too much into superheroes. I don't even know why you're bringing that up. You can't be scared that no one's listening. You said that you'd be better. You said the season would be different. You're overthinking it. Do you like having no listeners? All you have to do is just be yourself. Sincerely, your best and most dearest co-host, me. And welcome to another episode of Even More Mashed Up, the pop culture podcast featuring two professors Woo-hoo! talking about all things pop culture. Oh.
1: I am Patrick. And I'm Alan. What was that tone of voice? I, I don't know. It just kind of slipped out. What? what? Uh, I, I don't It sounds like you're trying to sound younger than you are. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> like a 50 year old playing a 20 year old. Nah, that was, that's or, what it feels or, like. Or feels like, like a 26 year old playing a high school? Well, a 28 year old, but, you know, give or take. Who's to say? Mm. Yeah, so you're, you're playing down a little bit today.
0: No, that just kind of slipped Reaching
1: out. Reaching for a new demographic. What, well, talk de- to the young well, ones. Any,
0: any demographic is really a new one for us. Yeah, yeah.
1: Given the intro. I, it would be nice to have listeners. I feel like it's going nice to. Like a uh, I feel like they're going to yeah. really
0: gravitate to what we're talking about today. Well, what cause... do you think our demographic is?
2: <sighs> the faces you guys make thinking about <laughs> it kind of answers you know, the question. It, it probably yeah.
0: explains a lot about why the show hasn't really taken
1: off. But it has taken we can't off. Really define. I mean, what we, we our hit six thousand
2: five hundred downloads.
1: That's right, six thousand five hundred downloads. Seven thousand something. I don't stop counting. Well, technically, if we hit sixty-five hundred, we could still be at seven. Yeah,
0: but I think we're at 7 something.
1: Normally you'd go for the top number. Why Rich picked Rich could have said, "We've hit 3200." I don't want you hey, to I feel would also too be, <laughs> I don't want listen. you to feel too good about yourself. Also it would be technically true, but Yes. I'm listen, not lying, but based, I'm also not telling the
0: truth. Based on the numbering of episodes, who's to say? Rich is not really great with the numbers. No. No.
1: What? Uh, uh, hey! I'll, if Numbers you complain about there
2: being gaps, that's because uh, somebody. Seventy-eight
1: hundred oh three. Seventy-eight oh three. Yep. Ooh. Yep. We're killing it, and today we're going to definitely reach a new demographic. Oh the yeah. Young hip Broadway. Oh yeah. Demographic because we're ta- obviously the opening reveals that we're talking about. Well, ours. I mean our hip young demographic
0: got what the opening is, but yes, you know, other people may not have.
1: Well, they probably just heard it as
0: a fifty-year-old guy lamenting his station in life. No, I'm pretty sure they did not hear that because it was not a fifty-year-old guy. Sure. It? It's a guy that has that one extra cup of gonna... coffee and his whole system
1: is thrown off. You know, Listen, I, 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 he, I, I don't know if I'm going to make it through the show today I because I had a, a whole extra cup of coffee. No, I'm
0: good for the show today. Yesterday would have been a bad day for the show. Made me sick. We should
1: have had the show yesterday. Listen, you know why
0: you shouldn't drink I coffee? I exist in drink of imperialism. I exist <laughs> in a certain delicate equilibrium
1: that apparently the slightest thing can, can throw off. Yes. Also, I'm Wolverine. I was going to say, just like Wolverine. Just like Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How many times in Uncanny X-Men does he say, eh, you know, I'm sorry, Charles, but I had that extra cup yesterday. He says and I that can, a lot. Can't, can't get off the <laughs> oh, toilet. Oh, that coffee's
0: know? really messing with the old adamantium.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's not how it works, I don't I'm think. pretty sure But we're actually talking about Dear Evan Hansen yes, today. Yes, we are. Yes, yeah. that is the topic for today. Which was a, a musical. Was a musical, now a film. Now a film. Now, I never saw the musical. Neither did I. But I went to see it with Vicky, and she did see the musical.
2: Wait, you, what? Oh, you went, went to see the see movie oh. with Vicky. The film that we're Who talking had about. Seen the I'm glad gotcha. I'm glad you. Were confused yeah, I was a little confused
1: too. You know what? You guys need to be sharper. No, you've got an excuse. You're, too much coffee you're yesterday. Reference needs to like, be sharper. What? What richness? Drinking a bunch
2: of coffee. Oh, by the I'm way, useless now.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> useless would be the point. Um, so Vicky did see the musical. Yes. And Hope did see the musical. Yes. But I did not see the musical. Yes, I think we've established Now, it. I'm fascinated. Did, well, Bobby did, we though? See, did Bobby see the musical? He did not. Now, okay. can I ask you a did question? Did you see
0: the musical? He did he, not. How many
1: Austins <laughs> saw the musical? Can I ask you a question? I forgot what my question was. It was only two Austins okay. that saw the musical. 50%. Now, the mother-in-law no. did two. Okay. So three family members. Okay. But you've never seen it. I've never seen it. And you had no idea what you were walking into. That is correct. I am just anthropologically fascinated
0: mm-hmm.
1: by what it was like to realize what you were seeing. Well, Because I can only imagine at about the 10-minute mark, you're like, what the hell? Yeah, well, particularly considering I went to saw
0: it, you know, the to, day before the 8th anniversary of my father's passing. Mm. It was not the kind of movie I needed to see at that point. I'm like, oh, yeah. I did not see to see, see a movie today about so, families grieving.
1: Is this too personal? No, nah, it's fine. Okay, did it <laughs> Did it help you with the grieving? Because in theory, dear Evan Hansen, ought to. No, nah, it was fine. I mean, there were a couple of moments I got a little choked up. But so was it a cathartic, kind of choked up? A cathartic. That's what I a said.
2: <laughs> Dang it, you heard me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to emphasize
0: the. Ick yeah, you had part a very,
1: had, had, had a strong glottal stop there. I don't say, know what like to say. Circles. Well. You know, not everybody so, can do the guada. Yeah, no, for
0: some reason, I did not. I thought it was, I think I got it mixed up in my head with the Laramie Project somehow. Because mm-hmm. um, I did not know it was on, like, teen suicide and mental health and oh. social media and whatnot. Like, Apparently I somehow, Rich is
2: surprised. <laughs> well, I'm, no, no, I'm shocked that you didn't know that because the oh. trailer,
0: I thought.
1: Wow, even Rich know, knows. I don't
0: even recall seeing trailers for it that much.
1: I'm trying so to think about yeah, how much the, foot. I mean, part of it is that, you the know, trailer revealed too. these
0: days I don't really watch a lot of TV, and what I watch is usually pre-recorded.
1: Say that again, please?
0: Yeah, no, I actually went through the other, and you'll never, you, you guess what I deleted from my DVR of scheduled recordings.
1: Got them. Supergirl. No, and I did that a while ago. <laughs> really? So something on CW? No, it's nothing on CW. What else do you watch? Besides superheroes. Something that I have watched forever. Teen Titans. No. Supernatural. No. Monday Night Football. I don't know. <laughs> Simpsons. How is this? Whoa. Yeah. So that's f- officially pulling the plug on The Simpsons. Yeah, I
0: watched I watched the season premiere this year and just was like, uh, I don't know that I need to watch this. What season sh- are they at?
1: 32? 33? Wow. Like the completest is quitting.
0: Yeah, and then I went through and when I looked at my DVR after getting rid of Simpsons, I literally have four shows that I am recording. What do you record? What are you still watching? <sighs> Doctor Who is on there. Yeah. I still have Evil, which is just playing on Paramount Plus. Yeah. But I keep hoping like CBS is going to bring it in the summer. Yeah. Um, Lego Masters. Okay. Which just wrapped up. Yeah. And of course. Have we never
1: done Lego Masters? And of course. Yeah. Flash. Oh, (laughs) you you better be watching Flash.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that's literally. I mean, I literally, like a year ago, had like 15 shows that I was
1: watching. Yeah. Now it's like four. Do you think people who are tuning in for Dear Evan Hansen right now are, are thinking this is a very disappointing start? <laughs> it, it, it Have it they is. tuned who, out? Already? To fair, who really cares what Patrick? To be fair, to or disappointment
0: watches? is kind of what a lot of people felt in watching the Dear Evan Hansen film. It has not been well reviewed. has not.
1: I feel like it was a little harshly reviewed.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I you know. But, I have I have criticisms of the film.
1: You're kidding. Um, <laughs> can we talk about whether P- it was a musical or not? Particularly in
0: terms of it as a musical. Oh. Um, uh, the, one
1: of the one of the dull. Now, when we last had the argument about what makes a musical, it was La La Land. Was it? Yes. And you were clearly saying yeah. that La La Land was not. Yeah, La La Land was more. And know, that was it. Was a very ta- it was, it, it, was a, it was a song that it had was musical a film numbers? that occasionally people sang in. Well, we don't need to relitigate it i feel like because we will well now like we should try to do dear evan hansen first but that was also during our oscar trilogy which we all agree is probably the third lowest point of the podcast history like if you were writing the podcast are we grouping
0: all of the d and d together yes okay can we stop
1: (laughs) there's (laughs) d and d &D, and then Game game chateau and then the oscar trilogy
2: i forget why again do you not like the game chateau
1: Because it's it was so bad. But I mean, there was, there was, almost no entertainment. The one guy was kind of misogynistic, Mm -hmm. um, and got. I haven't listened to it
2: in a very long
0: time. Also, there's this one guy who keeps cheating at the game and thinks it's funny and angers everyone else at the game show. Not everybody got mad. Games very seriously. You know
1: what? What what made the owners mad was that I said something about the Ewoks, which was true. You cheated about the Ewoks.
2: In his defense. I technically cheated for him, and he simply benefited
1: from that. Which well, happened? no, I also grabbed an extra piece of the pie at one point. Oh. yeah, that. that Look, was can we, was we be honest, <laughs> anybody that was angry wasn't paying attention, because everybody wanted that thing to end. So dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> Excruciating. Yes. So dear Evan Hansen, <laughs> um, should we start with the elephant in the room, because we already talked about it a little bit? There's
0: an elephant in the movie?
1: Yes. No, in the room.
0: Oh. I guess, I'm not sure, what, is, the, is that Ben Platt playing yes. at the high school age? Yeah.
1: yeah, we've already talked about it a little bit. He's 28, he looks... He was 26, <clears throat> 27, I think, when he filmed it. I'm sorry, he's 28 now. Yeah. He looks, I
0: would say, a little bit older.
1: Yeah, but sometimes. then again, you and I
0: grew up during the era when all of your high school kids were played by like mid-20s, late 30 It's
1: true, but they would cast mid-20 people who looked young. Ben, generally but speaking. But Ben Platt looks kind of young. Does he? He, he has sort of Does a... Does he? Kind of young. Really? Not high school, yeah. I mean, not... Yeah. yeah. Not like my student who day said, like, his friends think I'm 30. You know, not <laughs> that kind of young.
0: Oh, I got... Uh, the other day... So at, 20 years off? Uh, That's just the organically day, kind of... They were... Uh, the students were talking up. about Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And they were talking about how... And one was arguing, like, yeah. you know, well, I've watched it since it debuted on Netflix. Yeah. And I said, well, I watched it when it was, you know, first on TV. Yeah. And they were like... You don't look old enough to have watched Gilmore Girls on TV. I'm like,
1: "Mm." Mm, does that make you 30? I'm not sure what it makes me. Yeah. Because I got (laughs) 20s or 30s today. So Mm -hmm. anyway, um, I think he looks really old in this movie. And there are moments where he feels like a high schooler to me in this film. Yeah. And then there are moments where all of a sudden it was very jarring that he clearly was not a high schooler to me. Hmm. There were these shifts. I I read an interview that Ben Platt did. Uh And before we have this conversation, let me say – I think Ben Platt is a really talented performer. Yeah, well, the songs were yeah. amazing. Like, his his singing was, his, was his amazing. Ab, his, his, yeah, his vocal talent yeah. is is Was astounding impressive. and very much and, on display in the film. And he can act, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, in The Politician, the Netflix series, he can act a little bit. Yeah. But here, here's what he said in kind of defending it. He mm-hmm. said, quote, I can only do so much. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to first kind of release myself from doing things that are impossible to do and just focus on really giving a great performance.
2: Okay, I... I, I yeah, how I'm do you not, feel about that? I'm not As really a,
1: sure what he means by things that are impossible to
0: do, like actually be a high school age person.
1: Or to look like he's a high school age person, so, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't have a problem so much with him in terms of
1: age. Yes,
2: but is that just because you're used to that with, again, with all the shows you've gone up? With? Or yeah. because
1: you're really old, and so a thirty year old looks like a high schooler now? <laughs> it's just a theory.
2: <laughs> I would say not kind answer a,
1: that question. Kind of a
0: jackassy theory, <laughs> but from the guy who's older than me. Um, well, I didn't have my second cup of coffee they were, today. They so. were, f- that was yesterday. <laughs> I'm, I'm in recovery today. You know, this is supposed to be a good show today and I feel like we're really off the rails. I
2: like how we bo- um, you both bemoaned. Go like, back, no, to, your, go back to your mantra, it'll make you feel better. There
0: were a couple better. times where he was just a little bit too, like there were a couple moments when he, it almost seemed like he was more performing than being
1: the character. Vicky's description, and I think this kind of goes along with that, was she felt very much at points like he was stage acting. Yeah. As opposed to camera acting. Yeah, I would agree. And and the stage acting tends to be bigger. Yeah. And kind of make maybe bolder choices. Yeah. And I think that it felt acted mm-hmm. as a consequence. Yeah. So that, but to some... me that's a consequence of the age thing too. Like you can see him mm-hmm. trying to act like
0: yeah, but for me it was a lot of times just – it wasn't so much when he was acting as when – there were a couple times when he was actually singing where it was like – it yeah. seemed like he was singing more on a stage than in whatever scene they were see, in. See, but there I think
1: – I think the the creators of the music of the movie want you to feel that almost. Feel like, what? That it's, a, that it's a stage. That it's – Oh, no. That, see, I, could, I disagree. Yeah. Okay. You don't think they were going for an artistic kind of – No. Like no. Anna Karenina – We're watching a staged performance of, even though it's on the big screen. You give them no credit. No, because the the,
0: the film is, the vast majority of the film just has the feel of like a normal kind of family drama. Like the moment that really sort of stuck out for me was when um, Evan goes to the Murphy's house for the first time. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's basically fabricating the whole relationship between him and Connor. Spoiler alert. And he's literally oh, the at the dinner table singing at them. Yeah. And they're all just, like, sitting there and smiling and nodding. And I'm like, this is the weirdest moment.
1: You pick out weird things to complain about. It's, just, it's it, a it, musical it, it, movie. What are they supposed to do? Do
0: well, so you he, want them to dance about that But sings? that's the problem is that, I mean, like, I, I think back to something like In the Heights, mm-hmm. where everybody in that film is in a musical. Well,
2: even like, like In Dear Evan
0: Hansen, only some of the
1: characters are in a musical some of the time. Well, the rest of the time, they're in a drama. That's a kind of interesting observation, but a musical could be a drama. It's just, I feel like In the Heights has a certain kind of joy and spark to it. Where, yeah, but that's the kind like, of musical how you, that I think works
0: on film, and how, I don't know no. that Dear Evan Hansen does. Oh, I, think that's, I think that's the issue. Is that Interesting. The way Dear Evan Hansen went about it, I don't think is hmm. a way
1: that worked particularly well. I don't know how else to do it, but then again... I don't know how else to do it. You it's, have well, I very mean, different standards I mean, than I do for musicals on screen. I kind of sat there the whole time
0: thinking, this movie might have been better if they ditched all the music and just did it as a straight...
1: Oh, I couldn't do it. I uh, I, couldn't, I don't know if they could either. But I, it, I couldn't do it because, well... Um, I'll give you a fair or foul later that that will suggest. I think. So, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know could they could pull it, it off
0: either. But there's just ways that I was like, I wonder if this would work better as a straight
1: drama. because it's just. Yeah, it, I would not have gone. It, it was see just it. kind
0: of a weird. I don't know that. And again, I'm not saying it would work. I just the movie made me think that.
1: Yeah. There were these there were these shifts to the songs mm-hmm. that like the movie kind of shifts from that kind of straight drama that you're talking about yeah. to a musical and back. They didn't bother me as much as they did you. Everything okay over there, Rich? Are
0: you having like Jujubees or something over there? I have
1: a Tic tac. I Jeez. was going to say, it's got to be the Tic Tacs. Should have just had
0: Shake That as the typewriter at the beginning. That would
1: have been perfect. Although um, I think I did a pretty good job on the did. typewriter.
0: Um, so, so yeah, so that was, that, that was kind yeah. of my feeling is, is well, and I, I have other thoughts about the musical aspects as well.
1: So back on the kid thing for a minute, mm-hmm. there were moments in this that really kind of problematized my position that we should have no kid actors. One of the things I realized watching Ben Platt play a kid is that maybe it wouldn't work as well as I thought it would. Wait, so what's not working well—the kid actor or Ben Platt? Well, my theory on kid actors is that we shouldn't have them, right? Except for my daughter Hope, right? Perfectly good child actors, but but all other—Hope's no longer a child, right? And all other child actors are—let's be honest—they're just mostly for the cute factor, except for the one in Iron Man Three. I give him credit as the best child actor ever. But beyond that, it's, it's very rare. And it's very rare that a script puts a child in that position. Yeah. You know, so I, my theory is I've always said if I were a president, the first thing I would do is write an executive order that said there will be no more child actors. Well, yeah, that seems like a high priority. You got to fix what you can fix. So I always said Tom Cruise is a short little dude. He could play a kid, just put a little placard oh, around I his neck now that ben says, Platt is sort of like, off. I'm 16. Mm hmm. But now I'm wondering, like having watched Ben Platt do it, now maybe it would be okay if Ben Platt wasn't trying to do it, but was just wearing a card around his neck that said "I'm that 16." Would, I don't think that would work either. <laughs> I think it would be better than what he did. I'm not so sure.
2: I yeah. do want to see at least one film. Do you idea?
1: It would be have great. You, I bet I, you, I could talk Bobby to that say, at have some you point. that to Bobby? Yeah, yeah. So, ooh, a movie in which the kids play adults and the adults play kids.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And they've all just got Isn't Black-cause that on. like
1: just all
0: of like the uh, Freaky Friday films?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Where fair they uh, where they yeah. switch? Yeah, and, and maybe Zac Efron's done everything he can do with that. Possibly. Yeah. So, can I read you a quote from Polygon on Platt's performance? I you don't can know, do a can little you? fair or foul. <laughs> I like grammar. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm teaching prosody. Quote. <laughs> Did you
0: make yourself laugh a lot? That one. No,
1: His face made me laugh. Oh.
0: <laughs> Why are you laughing like Mutley? <laughs> because this I've been great. talking too much this week. <laughs> Again, for listeners, this is Muttley. great. Oh my oh God. This we is
1: should do a show on Mutley at some point. Is, yeah. What is I feel Muttley? like I'm doing one with Mutley. <laughs> okay. Platt's technically accomplished, otherwise disastrous performance. Ooh starts to make more sense as an act of compensation. Hmm. His veiny, strangulated delivery Hmm. while singing is the only way he can convey his inner turmoil, working against the wooden inertia of his posture and blocking. Hmm. Blocking being a technical term. Yeah. Which we won't explain. No.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, well, particularly the, the veiny and strangulated bit. I that think, seemed to resonate. Of, that seemed to, yeah, that I think that would be another way of describing what I said earlier. Um,
1: but is yeah, it, I mean, but he, you didn't really talk about it working against his wooden inertia of the posture and the blocking.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, there's a whole other issue of kind of the way in which Ben Platt is kind of performing anxiety and depression.
1: I think we should talk about and, that. And
0: yeah. – you know, that that again, kind of of, I think there's ways in which he kind of overdoes it. And and so I can kind of yeah. see that that overcompensating element. Because not, not only is he trying to play someone much younger than him, he's trying to play someone much younger than him with- Much wonder than him? Much younger than wonder him. than him? A little strangled and, <laughs> and uh, sweaty and veiny in my delivery there. Two um, academics,
1: everyone. He did it to Um, me first. It was only retaliation on my part. um, And he's lost his point.
0: Overcompensating. Oh, there we go. (laughs) It's like you woke up. In in that, in that, just in the same way he's having to overcompensate for (coughs) being much older, he's also kind of overcompensating, you know, for, for, well, as far as I know, not suffering from the kind of social anxiety we see in the film. And so there, there are ways that, that I felt there were moments where his performance got a little hammy.
1: I agree. I think we should come back to that if, if you don't have anything more. It was interesting to me that when, when Ben Platt left the role on Broadway, which mm-hmm. of course he originated right. and it kind of made his career, mm-hmm. one supposes, that he really, I hope said he shaved his head and he just, like he had to like divest himself of it because it was so emotionally heavy mm. to carry. For all that time. And that coming back for him was not an easy choice. Yeah. Which must have been even harder the way that people really kind of beat him up and beat the movie up for that casting choice. Well, and also I think part
0: of it is the fact that his dad's an executive producer of the movie. So there's also a little bit of of nepotism in
1: there as well. Says the Taylor Swift fan. I'm just going to point that out. I don't know. What does that have to do with anything? Her dad's really connected, right? Oh, is he? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. So somehow, I just, something that Rich, who knows nothing about popular I culture, just, knows just, about Taylor Swift. You don't. I just, as just the appreciate biggest her Taylor. as an artist. <laughs> I don't get into the minutia. That is that is one of the creepiest euphemisms you've ever <laughs> unleashed. <laughs> I don't ever want you to hear on say, this to program say that again. Just, you know, she's just, just a musician. She's an artist. Can you say it in a whisper? It's just, <laughs> it's
0: just about the music.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's like a horror movie tagline.
1: Yeah, clearly we are never going to get Taylor Swift on this program. Yeah, no. No matter how big we get, Taylor Swift will never. I think she would have fun, though, on this show. Possibly. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Possibly.
1: So maybe we should talk about the portrayal of mental health. Because I wondered how you felt about that. You kind of raised that at times he felt hammy.
0: Yeah, well, and that's another issue I have with the music in the film is that because so much of the film is shot very realistically. Mm-hmm. There are ways in which, you know, the vast majority of the songs, if not all of the songs, are sung by people suffering some from some kind of, of mental health issue or yes. trauma. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I, I found myself thinking that it was another way that they were sort of stigmatized as different from everyone around them yeah was the fact that they're the ones singing and kind of that was another weird that was another weird choice that the film made that i'm like cuz again like the vast majority of people in that film are
1: not in a musical like they they aren't really hearing people sing i mean clearly the film wants to foreground mental health issues yeah and so having people sing from that perspective makes sense but your your point is a good one yeah. i think because to me Platt's performance it sometimes felt it sometimes felt almost gratuitous yeah in the way it was presented and it's so important for us to talk about issues of mental health mm-hmm. in society today but a performance of mental health concern that's so over the top right made me a little uncomfortable yeah well and actually. and then
0: there's other issues as well in that yeah. you know there's the, there's the issues of that with Platt there's the issue of the Connor character and his issues
1: just being kind of a cipher in the film, right? Um, yeah. Although I think, well, I'll come back to Connor because there's a big change with Connor.
0: Yeah, I, I read about some of the differences and, between the film and the musical, and
1: I think it's it's it really undermines the movie mm. to do what they did. But we'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah but so, so, but back to your point. Sorry. But yeah. So
0: there's 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 that that he's kind of of. Um, just kind of ambiguously depressed or or you know And
1: and medicatedly depressed. Yeah,
0: like it's 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 you know, he's only in the film as a, a living, breathing character for a very short time. And mm-hmm. so we don't really get to know much about him. And so right. he you know, he's he's not really developed in any kind of, of substantial way.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And I think I think there's a potential power in him not being developed that yeah. way. I think the the movie's better if he's a cipher. Yeah, I, I think don't the know. movie's better if we don't understand him because or let me say this, the way in which we get to understand him redeems Evan Hansen in a way that the musical doesn't. Yeah, well, and that's another issue. And I think another that's, issue. that's worth wrestling with because this is a film. The musical itself obviously has taken criticism mm-hmm. for the way in which when people kind of fall in love and valorize Evan Hansen mm-hmm they're valorizing some some pretty despicable actions yeah, the, as i read the
0: musical you know he does tell the murphys the truth right but in the musical nobody else ever finds out the truth right. and so he really kind of faces no
1: consequences for and in, in the movie he faces those consequences but he doesn't yeah i would say he does film, he, he films a little instagram bit and then he 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 bravely pushes the button and shares it and then i guess he has to sit by himself at school. Yeah, which after is where he does he was it. At,
0: which is where right. he was at the beginning he, of the film too. So, he,
1: so he's only punished in losing what he gained by lying. Yeah, right. So, I I completely agree. Plus, the scene with Zoe at the end, I found completely off-putting. Like when she said to him, "I wish I had met you just now." Yeah, I thought to myself, "What an awful thing to say," because it's kind of valorize would you really feel that way? Mm-hmm. Like, that he's really redeemed himself, that he's really shown the growth that's needed? He's never even been to the orchard. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the other I thing, just, too, is in terms problematic, of, man. you know, like his, his redemption. So, he's you know, he's reading the list of books that Connor had also listed as favorite books. not in the musical. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, none of like this. Like
1: discovering who Connor is yeah, none doesn't in happen in the musical. But even but the
0: other thing that was weird is, you know, when he finds the video of, well, there's two things. When he finds the video of Connor playing the song, mm-hmm. actually, three things, in, in yeah. sort of his rehab. Number one, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to record
1: oh, in it's, rehab. Oh, it's,
0: it's ridiculous. Something like that. But also, yeah. he sends it to the Murphys. He sends it to, oh, I'm forgetting the, the girl's name. Anna? Alana? Alana. And he sends it to Jared. Yeah. And I'm like, why did we send it to Jared? Like he's not really a big presence in the film. I mean, he is part of the lie. He is, but I don't understand like why are we sending it? It it was weird. Particularly since Jared kind of drops out of the film. Maybe because in some sense Jared like wrote Connor's voice. Right. And then the other thing that I found really weird was having Evan sing that same song at the end of the movie that Connor was singing. As if it's supposed to be a happy ending, and I'm like, that song didn't lead to a happy ending for Connor. Like, no. that that's a weird
1: note to end on. And the problem is, the film wants to have a happy ending. Hollywood so desperately yes, wants does. to take. The, the thing about Dear Evan Hansen is, is you realize half an hour in, like, th- there is no way to write yourself out of it. Yeah, no, it's authentic and meaningful. There's, yeah. the, it is a show that can only lead to ruin. Mm-hmm. But they don't, like, and the musical glances away from it a little bit. Yeah. But the movie isn't glancing away. Like, the movie is staring in the opposite direction as yeah. hard as it, as hard as it yeah, can. Yeah, well,
0: I mean, at the beginning of the film, like, you know, basically through the point at which Evan first meets the Murphy's parents, Mm-hmm. Like I sort of sympathize with Evan because I was like, "Oh, clearly you are caught in a situation that you have no control over and you, no idea how to deal." You with. You didn't
1: respond in a the right way initially, and you can understand why you understand wouldn't. Why. And now you're caught up in it.
0: But then the moment he starts fabricating stuff and yeah. and just kind of of goes from there, it's just yeah. and, and and also, you know, there's kind of this odd thing in which, um, you know, there's a the scene where he drops the his pills in the bathroom. Yeah. And then I don't think we see the medication again in the movie. And I'm like, so he's it's better
1: a, now because of – like, it's a weird – Well, it, I, could he be better? If he is, it's even a worse ending. I mean, that's – like, It's, that's, just, that's, that's, it, it's yeah. yeah,
0: it's just – it's. I mean, again, I think you're right, is that this, uh, this is a movie that's headed in a pretty awful direction. It has to. And, and, and it should have. Yeah. And they did – and, and knowing from the musical, they're like, well, we can't do that. Yeah. So we've got to do this thing to redeem Evan, but it's also, uh, you know, it's a redemption that Evan is defining what he has to do to redeem himself. Right. Um and so it it's almost like Evan is doing what he wants to do to make himself feel better. Yeah. There's no real culpability to anyone else. Yeah. Like, nobody said read Connor's books, you know, do all this – it's the stuff – and in some ways, it's stuff he can do relatively easily. Like, he can read Connor's books. He can email people to find out if they knew Connor. Like, these are all things to do really easily.
1: Yeah. Um, And I just wonder about all the people who are getting these emails who have also seen his – you know, teary confession on Instagram and they're yeah. all willing to be like, well, yeah, let's engage in a conversation Of you know?
0: Yeah. Or just, just in general, I mean, even if they have not like just some random dude yeah. saying, Hey, I know you knew, you knew Connor in rehab. Can yeah. you tell me about your experiences there? It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's Evan overreaching in ways that are yeah. really uncut. Un- the, the entire ending that moves beyond the musical in particular Is so contrived.
0: Well, and clearly it's because they
1: know they can't do the musical ending because the musical got kind of raked over the coals, as I understand it, for the way in which it let Evan off the hook. Yeah, well, but but this is what's really interesting is the musical lets Evan off the hook. If the lesson for the movie makers was they got raked over the coals, they doubled down on letting him off the hook. I think. Yeah, well, I, I, think, I, I think. I think he's I think in their minds they're even thinking more. that
0: Evan has redeemed himself in the end. Which... Yeah,
1: but it's so cheap that it's just off yeah. the hook. You know, it just—it's just again letting him off the hook. It's yeah. just—it's a really cheap ending for a movie that that gave me the feels every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like there were moments where I could feel people grieving. Yeah. I could feel people trying to come to grips with what it means to lose a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I. There were. There were really human moments. Really human moments. Moments. moments humans. <laughs> like a good human movement. Human, human movement. There were really good, damn it. There were really good moments in it, though, that, that I thought were, that had like an authentic emotionality. Mm-hmm. And then I thought the ending yeah. just undercut well,
0: again, as, as whatever you said, the film I mean, might have done. They're writing themselves into a corner
1: and you can yeah. see where this thing needs to go and they're unwilling to go there. You have to go there. The, the only way to make this work is to go there. Yeah. And they didn't do it on Broadway, but the, the, the lesson they drew was to go even harder that direction yeah. instead of going where they needed to, I think was a big mistake. Big mistake. Yeah, the, Connor is... I mean, it's interesting that Connor in the... Whenever Vicky saw the show on Broadway, Connor tends to be a really tall, skinny, gangly, hmm. goth-looking guy. Oh, okay. And so casting him as more of a jock-looking kind of guy was an interesting kind of twist hmm. to it. Like that, yeah, that was re- a decision he, they made he to didn't kind really of really read jock to me. Well, he, he was
0: more kind of like, I don't know. Kind of more angry thuggish. You know, to, he, yeah, like, like a pissed off football player, but not a football, but just like pissed off guy. Like, not necessarily yeah. – I mean, he's definitely yeah. a, a bigger guy. But, but he's fit, you know, and he's got, like, a certain physique. Yeah, but he didn't uh, – yeah, he didn't scream jock to me. He screamed kind of pissed-off loner. That's what he is. He's the pissed-off loner.
1: Yeah, I don't I didn't see him as a loner. Mm. He was way too good-looking. Yeah. Like, the old, besides the black nail polish. Well, that's true, yeah. He could have been an 80s football player. Yeah. Going around, picking on people. Or a 90s football player. Or an 80s fo- – or 70s. Or, or 2000, like a two thousand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's almost like we're stereotyping football, football players, possibly. Yeah, but but I'm I'm not talking about real football players. Yeah. I'm talking about film. Yeah. football players. Yeah, so it, yeah, the Connor stuff just did not work for me. It made it became much too contrived, and not particularly interesting. Yeah, though it does seem because I guess one of the things in the musical is like Connor
0: appears as like a. Uh, hallucination that Evan sees basically telling him not to reveal stuff so I think the movie probably did right in not having like yeah. ghostly Connor run probably. around. probably
1: probably but that seems like such an obvious one yeah yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. give them their obvious wins yeah <laughs> they're, they're
0: not really doing well on the not obvious stuff
1: no it's true so, can we go back to, like, we were talking about mental health, and I, yes. I want to go back to that for a moment, because I was kind of interested in Alana's character, which gets yes. a, a bit more time and a bit more focus in the movie. Yeah, that was one of the things I read about. Than in the changes. musical. Yeah. And her portrayal of a high achiever mm-hmm. with mental health mm-hmm. issues, you know, concerns, I thought was at least trying to counter the gross stereotype that Evan is? Yeah, I mean, in I, I do film? give
0: the film some credit for trying to show different kinds of anxiety and depression and, right. and mental health disorder. Yeah, if it was only
1: film. Evan, it runs the risk of, yeah. of saying, like, anybody with anxiety and depression is yeah. this guy. Yeah. And, uh, and Ben Platt plays him as a over-the-top basket case.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's ways in which, that, again, that, that he veers almost into a kind of a cartoony sort of, of uh, representation.
1: It, again, would be very at home in the 80s. Yeah. It, it, like Which, very, again,
0: Alana does not.
1: No. No, she's a much more nuanced kind of character, mm-hmm. the high achiever, but with the baggage. Yeah. And that's important. Like, that's an important message the film mm-hmm. is conveying, that, that we shouldn't see everybody with anxiety and right. depression when well, and, and, and not a,
0: And not everybody with anxiety and depression is as visibly obvious as, as Platt's
1: character. Which is a it. really, I think, a, a, especially in COVID yeah. as we're kind of muddling our way through it yet another semester, mm-hmm. remembering that people that look high achieving and or even competent on the outside can mm-hmm. be carrying some really heavy duty stuff yeah. is, is important yeah. and powerful. But one of the things that bothered me a little bit was it seemed like anxiety and depression were necessarily mingled with medication too. Mm. That, that the only like that the medication defined the issue or the issue mm. required medication and I know enough people to know that that's not necessarily true yeah either like the idea that everybody who has anxiety and depression is de facto on medication or de facto should be on yeah i i found a a little bit uncomfortable so as much yeah. as they tried to expand the picture of mental yeah. health i felt like it was still fairly boldly bracketed yeah i mean it, it, and it limited. i mean it
0: did it did a little bit um or or there's a little bit that you can give it the the film credit for yeah um but by and large you know it's a film about mental health disorders that 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 falls into some pretty standard tropes and patterns and right um you know doesn't do does a little but doesn't do a lot to sort of challenge the ways in which people think about mental health. Right. Yeah. I think,
1: that's, I think that's fair about the movie. So I know you want to talk about at least two things that we haven't talked about yet. What are those? Uh, what makes a musical a musical? Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about that, have we? I thought we kind of had. We can more if you want to. Oh, yeah. We totally should. <laughs> and, It'd be nice if we didn't. And Amy <laughs> um, Adams.
0: Yeah, I was gonna bring it up earlier when you're talking about like the, the the moments you were affected by, because it sounds like those
1: were a lot of Amy Adams moments. I thought Amy Adams was good in this. It wasn't like American Hustle good. Yeah, but her character was only written with so much. Yeah, well, and apparently
0: one of the other big changes is is the first song in the musical is the two mothers singing about how they can't connect with their sons,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so you know they 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 got rid of that, and we we don't really get. Anything in terms of of a song from the the um, the mothers until we get Evan's mom's song yeah. near the end, which that was another thing that was a, another weird moment where f- when she's singing about all of her mistakes and how you know I can't remember the exact words, but it's like you know I failed you in the past I'm gonna yeah. fail you again, and Evan's just nodding. I'm like, yeah, that's not the right response. Like you're nodding, yeah. you basically say, yeah, you suck, yeah, yeah you're gonna suck, and I'm yeah. like, that's there were just moments where it just read yeah. wrong to
1: me in the way. Interesting um, that 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 people were reacting to it. But for me, the emotional heart of the movie is Requiem, which might be because Hope sang it so often. Okay. Uh, you know, I will sing no Requiem for yeah. you, and it's it's Zoe, but then it becomes the mom and the mom dad and the dad. Yeah. And the what really struck me because I'd never or heard the stepdad in the film actually. Yeah, the stepdad. Yeah. Um, the what really struck me that I'd never heard because I'd only heard Hope singing mm. Zoe's part. Was the emotional layering of so many people refusing to to sing the requiem, mm-hmm. but for such profoundly different reasons? Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a, I just thought it was a profoundly human moment mm-hmm. that really made me feel it. Yeah, that was one of the moments that I thought really worked. Yeah, in the film. And I wonderful. mean, Amy Adams does a good job with what and she's one of the given to make you seemed, feel.
0: Where the, it seemed to me they broke out a little bit of the film's kind of realism to do something a bit more theatrical in the way yeah. that, that that you know they faded in and out right. of the various characters that 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 felt yeah. a little bit more towards the theatrical and yeah. end of things. and that,
1: I thought I thought that moment worked really well yeah really well and unsurprisingly maybe it's a moment that doesn't really feature Evan. yeah because I thought I thought and he, maybe this is your point about the drama I thought Connor's family was a much more interesting focus to the film in many ways. What emotionally resonated with me was much less Evan, who felt over the top at times, and much more Connor's family that felt more authentic in the way in which they were grappling with grief.
0: Well, and I think part of it, too, is you do have kind of a... I think there's a flip over the course of the film, because in a way, when Evan first meets the Murphys, Mm -hmm. he's... Kind of a victim of their grief and how he doesn't know how to respond to it. Yeah. But over the course of the film, I think our sympathies flip to the Murphys because we know well prior to them yeah. them that they're kind of they're they're victims and going
1: to be victims. Yeah. Of, of Evan's fabrication. Although even the idea of Evan as a victim, I have some trouble wrapping my head around. I know mm-hmm. that that Connor's mom is is very pushy mm-hmm. when she meets him. In that principal's office, yeah. the first time, and that kind of is what backs him into a corner. Yeah. that leads him to make a bad choice, mm-hmm. and then and leads then him to go to lot dinner of and subsequent make worse like, choices. <laughs> really, not like really, really much worse. Yeah, choices. But, like, is he really of a victim even there? I mean, that's the I understand where gets. he's getting pushed. Yeah, I mean, pushed, in, the, but in the sense that he is their grief is unavoidable yeah they've lost their son in the most tragic way you can lose a child yeah or one of the most tragic ways you can lose a child their grief is authentic evan's inability to be honest Mm -hmm. isn't you know like that's like the grief i think isn't like a choice
0: Mm.
1: his choosing to lie from the very first moment is a choice well but i think there's a difference in that
0: In the scene in the principal's office. In the whose office? Principal's office. Okay. I wasn't sure. There's a lot
2: of offices in the school.
0: He lies by remaining silent as opposed to later on when he actively constructs things.
1: That's fair. So there's a little bit of a difference. I I see
0: your point. There's a little bit of a difference
1: there. Right. No, I, I see the difference, but it's still a lie he chooses to tell by not saying it. Yeah,
0: well, see, in that moment, to me, I don't know that he has a choice because I just don't, to me, it reads like he didn't, he just had no ability to deal with that situation because of his anxiety and depression. Like he, Fair enough. He, he's just, and like... like a oh, 16-year-old and old kid in, in that and situation. And at that moment, that I, can, I, can, I can, like in like that, that moment, my sympathies sort of align with him because I'm just yeah. like, oh, I'm, like I'm sitting there, I'm like, it, you can see the car crash coming. Yeah. And at that moment, I sort of see Evan is not in control of the car crash yeah, coming. Yeah,
1: why wouldn't it describe him as a victim of the Murphys, though? Well I think he's a victim of their grief, yeah, no I, 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 and and the situation
0: it creates, but in, in the sense that 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 he he's a victim in the sense that he's in a situation that he has no ability to understand or control right okay and, and then but it it that's the moment where your sympathies align with him, and then everything he does subsequent to that sort of of moves our
1: sympathies from him okay, fair well, enough. So, do you want to, to? Have we talked enough about Amy Adams? Usually, I you get upset if I say something nice about Amy Adams. So well, I just want just to make sure. Well, you usually don't say you hate Amy Adams. That's so. see. There you go. I don't though. But you. The do. last two movies we've talked about with Amy Adams in them, I have actually said nice things about Amy Adams. What was the other one? American Hustle. Did we talk about American Hustle? Yeah, we did American Hustle on this show. On this show? We we didn't. I think we did it on the radio. Oh. That feels like a very fine line. So what drunk. you're saying is yeah. that in she's been sh- on a good run,
0: two movies in five years that she's done. What else has she done? She did Rival, which was really good. But you didn't oh, see it, no. did you? I did. I liked Arrival. The Arrival was really yeah. Good. No, she was good in
1: Arrival. Man of Steel. she and was, she good was in Man of Steel. Okay, I can't say good things about Man of Steel, but Man of Steel, not Amy Adams. Justice League, the Snyder Cut. She's in that. Well, I didn't see the Snyder Cut. <laughs> I
0: definitely did not. She's in Justice League, the the Whedon Cut.
1: Yeah, I I feel as if my criticisms of her in that movie would be about the that directing and Superman. the writing and not about Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. So I've been on a, a long stretch of saying very nice things about Amy Adams and, and you still claim that in, I hate in her. In five years, yes. When's the last time I said something bad about her? Thank you very much. I would have it, to go back and listen to the show. It, so you're going to have to just take my word on it then. Oh, no, if it means proving you wrong, I'll go back and listen to every I, episode. I, there's no way you're going to do that. I have <laughs> zero fear of that. Zero. So, the musical aspect then. Yes. It felt like a musical to me. See, it didn't to me. I'm perfectly le- fine to say that was a legitimate musical. Nah, for me it's not. Why not? So, the, the La La Land, to recap, mm-hmm. the argument for La La Land was not enough. Yes. The, the, the song would break out every once in a while, but mm-hmm. it was just a movie. hmm Okay it's much the same
0: argument here. Really? But this thing, had more dude. music,
1: right? Or did it not? It didn't seem like it to me. Okay.
0: Like to me, I, so, and again, part of it too is is that for me, a musical, well, there's two things in a musical. Are you like a lay Ms Hamilton guy where it has to be sung all the way through? Where the narrative is carried by the music, yes. And there's just, there's, the, the <sighs> music does twice, not. How much of it has to be musical? Like 90%? I don't know. It's not a per. It's not a. It's not a hard. It's not a hard you don't and fast want to do prescriptive thing. It's a feel. <laughs> this did not feel oh, like Mr. a Numbers bypass the yeah. numbers. That's yeah, right. no. I don't like to Had quantify a things. Don't make me do quantify numbers. things. Right. I don't like to quantify. No, this. you're not a quantifier. This is much at more all. about feel and gut. <laughs> <laughs> when it Quantifies helps you, right? Hate so, but yeah, it's just you know. So num- number one, it's that you know the majority of the narrative this film of the narrative of this film is not carried in the songs. The songs are almost Wait. always incidental to the narrative and are, are sort no. of more about
1: I, they are to the narrative, but it seems to me that the point of the songs in this musical are to dig like the songs dig into the emotional state. They do the characters. yeah. And so the, the the songs aren't meant to carry the narrative, although that's according the to the in, rule of in, Hamilton, in, in they in must, ge- or it's not a musical. Again, in generally but, a musical, the, the the songs carry at least some of the narrative.
0: And I would say the songs carry none of the narrative. What, but what
1: film. if the narrative is an internal narrative? What if you're focusing on the meta-narrative instead of the it's mini-narrative? A,
0: okay, number is one, that's not song? what a meta-narrative
1: is. So yeah, so that's number one. Yeah, um, okay, so I... I not sure I agree, but go on. Number two is the fact that are you going to make a number two?
0: You know, we've been going doing really well of having like a serious discussion for a long time, and you have to go make a poop joke. <laughs> Sorry, go on. You are twelve. Um, <laughs> well, it's the point I made earlier: yeah. is that the vast majority, you know, that that there are two levels of uh, reality, I guess, in 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 the world of the film. Yeah, in that. There are the characters who are both in kind of the, the, the quotidian reality, but then they also sing. Fancy word. And then there's everyone yeah. else who is just part of the that, – that aren't in a musical. Like the, va- right. the vast majority of characters in this film mm-hmm. are not in a musical. And again, I compare it to In the Heights. Everyone in In the Heights is in a musical. Like it's, every, every yes, character no. in that
1: film – that's true, but is to say in a musical. In this a, film, I can just, count the people mm, on a mu- in the musical feels,
0: like I'm close to one
1: hand. It just feels like a very limiting definition of musical. I'm I guess I just think more openly about it. Like you yeah, want to draw these But once you
0: open it, it too far then you've, then you've it.
1: emptied it of any actual meaning.
0: But have you when anything can does, be a musical? Oh, look, it's got one song, it's a musical.
1: I'm not opposed to a one-song musical. No, It'll clearly not. It depends on how the song was deployed. Now, I thought you were going to say, oh, now it's got a soundtrack, so it's a musical. No. Like, I thought that's where you were going, to, like, distort no. my position as far as you possibly could. No, no. I in was your not standard dis- way no. of winning an argument. No,
0: I'm going to distort it to its logical end, not an illogical end. <laughs> We're just like, oh, that dude's whistling musical. <laughs> so there you go. Thank you. got
1: two people Oop, whistling musical. In tune. Yep, you're getting, so, you're getting there. he's tapping his pencil. So on yeah, desk. so that, that
0: that that's for me. Is just you know again, and I I just go back to the scene at the dinner table yeah. where it's literally just Ben Platt. It's because singing it's a, at them. It's, it's so an internal weird. narrative. It's not an internal narrative. He's literally singing at them. It's external. And it's just but weird. But it's meant to explore the internal. It's just weird. It just struck me as weird. Like, there was it, yeah, there I was nothing about that it, moment beyond you know what? Ben Platt singing yeah. that said musical. Like, there was it, nothing. They're it, literally just sitting at a table. It did not strike me as weird at all. No, it just struck me as weird. Nope. I'm literally like, Amy Adams and the other two actors are sitting there, and Ben Platt is just literally singing his heart out at them. Yeah. And they're just sitting there, like, nodding. I'm like, I'm like, this is so weird. Like,
1: You know, you just... You have such precise standards for everything.
0: Yes, I have standards for things. No, precise standards. Yes, I have standards for things. It's just, this just did not feel enough. And part of it, too, is that, well, I did, you know, in terms of looking up the stuff, they cut like four songs from the
1: thing. They added songs. They added, they, they, yeah, song. but they cut two. Or they added two and cut four. So it's a net loss of two songs. So had they had had two more songs to go to Rich's question, it would be a musical. It might have been more, it depends. So it, it is a number, been more musical. but you won't admit yeah. the number. Yeah. How, again, that's how the, not a, that's the worst, there's, there's not a, number. a number. You just said four minus two, I mean not that, yeah. a musical. Well if you
0: need me to quantify so, it, then yes, it's so, negative two so songs. So it's two songs
2: So it can be quantified.
0: <laughs> well no, For he wants to quantify it. For me, it's much more of a gut. And this just, it, it didn't feel enough <laughs> like you a musical You the pre-show
2: musical?
1: Just, it didn't feel like a musical to me. All right, let me give you a fair foul. Okay. Just to get us going in a different direction. Okay. Quote, this is from uh, Polygon again. Okay. The truth is, there is a moral rot at the center of Dear Evan Hansen. A story about the way one boy's suicide gives another boy a reason to live. That's the most generous possible phrasing of the stupefying plot. Ooh. Is there a moral rot at the center of dear Evan mmm I stumped him.
0: I mean, there is—I don't know—that is if that's how I would describe it. Okay. Um, what moral rot do you smell? Well, I mean, Evan. That—that that what he does is ethically and morally wrong. But
1: that's his reason to live, in a way, isn't it?
0: I don't know. I don't. I don't know if if. That's what gives him the reason to live or um, – because I don't know yeah. that – I don't know that Evan – I'm trying to th- – I don't really recall a sense where I think we get – I don't know that I got
1: that sense of, of it from the film. But Evan was suicidal. He was suicidal. And, and then but, well, Connor's and, suicide and it, does kind of propel him in a different direction. It does.
0: And, and maybe that's just a problem in terms of the way the film is put together because I don't really link those things together. Yeah. Okay. Largely because, and I will give the film credit, um, the revelation that that it wasn't a fall, it was mm-hmm. actually a suicide attempt. I thought they yeah. did a good job of disguising that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. But I think that might be one of the problems is is that we don't know that Evan was actually suicidal until, until very late in the film. And so then you have to retroactively. And so it. yeah. So so I, I I think that's the issue is that you I, I in re, going back retroactively. I could see kind of what they're saying there, but yeah. I, in the sense of the film, like I don't know that the film links those things together. Yeah. Um. Okay. You know, I might I might broaden it in the sense of not so much gives Evan a reason to live, but gives Evan what it is he's wanted his whole life in terms of, of mm-hmm. the relationship with Zoe. It gives him the kind of surrogate mom and dad that he's always wanted, Right. the money, um, the kind of family that he's always wanted. Um, so, yeah, I think – yeah, so it's not – I mean, I, I don't know that – I guess those kind of could be – again, those kind of could be reasons to live. But I don't yeah. think we really find out that there are reasons to live until, again, retroactively when we find out about the suicide.
1: So I was doing a little research real quickly. Have you looked at Rotten Tomatoes? I have not. Thirty. Yeah, it's not good. Thirty percent. Yes.
2: Exactly. I don't know. Okay, just overall though. Yeah. yeah no, it it's like it's really overall.
0: low. Like it it has been savaged. Yeah. By by critic. I, I mean even even when I even when I went to it on Sunday, um, there was a group of like three teenagers that I think they walked out ten minutes in. Really? really? Ten yeah. minutes in? Yeah, we were not that far into the film, and they just got up and left. Did
2: they even get a song?
0: They really? did. <laughs> they got at least one, and maybe that was when they left, was they like, I didn't know there was singing this thing. <laughs> and I would have said, like, I wow. wanted to say, hey, 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 it's not actually a musical, you can stay. But, you know,
1: that would have been rude. Um,
2: <laughs> Alan would have popped out of the wall,
1: something <laughs> to argue with him. So, so just just as a, another number real quickly, mm-hmm. there are 16 songs in Dear Evan Hansen. Yes. So 18 is the number of songs you need for a musical. Well, I'm what's not, the one time? I, I think we should just write that down, Rich, so that well, we no. remember well, what's the time in the, the future. Okay, the do some math. I didn't see that. You have to look up the runtime. So maybe it is a proportion for Patrick. Just, that would make again, sense. There would be a ratio. Like,
0: you're just trying to boil it down to
1: such raw objectivity. Yes, which yeah. is your entire. Which is, no, this it's is a in, feel. Okay. This is about feelings. If you listen to the 150 shows this we've is done. Feel- I am allowed to grow. You're always the number guy. That's and I'm different. always the guy with feelings. Yes, We've switched. No, we haven't. We've switched a little <laughs> oh, bit. I, I no. I've got this is a this is you a You might ceiling. be you might be growing because you've been around my good example, and you might be growing because you've been around my good example. So there's
0: a
2: song to be eight point five minutes.
0: That's Every eight and a half it doesn't minutes feel like that. No, there's not that many songs.
2: Okay, I
0: guess. <laughs> now he's no. just—he's rejecting
1: numbers entirely. <laughs> there's 16 sense. songs. Rich, again, could you could you run the numbers for, for um, La La Land? It doesn't feel real quickly. It doesn't feel. Like it would be interesting. How many songs in it? And again, it's also that not not everyone is in the musical. Oh, well, now there's so it's, it's now it's changing a little bit. So how many? What percentage of people need to be in the musical? One hundred percent. They were all in the musical. No, they were not. They sat there while songs were going on. (laughs) Yeah, but they're not but but they're not but they're not experiencing them as songs. They were. No. They were experiencing them as as communication. They don't have to experience them as songs. No, they were yeah, but Oh my god, you're so concrete in your thinking. No, it's that it's it's But somebody wants to feel Right, but he only wants to feel like a like a cinder block. No, it's 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 <laughs> I feel but like concrete. No,
0: no, no, no. Again, it's, All it's right. just this is not I, I, I this know know did not what, to me funny. this I just like did not block. feel enough like a musical. All right. It felt like a movie with a
1: few songs thrown in every eight and a half minutes. <laughs> so, Fair or Foul from Polygon. It might be that I didn't have a lot of time to hey, get Jesus stuff. Christ. Um, There's more than a whiff of manipulation to the ruthless way the show induces pathos. I think I might have seen this one. As if starting from the swell of a tearful salvation and reverse engineering from there. Hmm. A whiff of manipulation. Yeah, I mean, mean
0: there are ways. I mean, the film
1: is sort of manipulative, I guess, in that sense. I thought the Evan stuff was in particular. Yeah. Manipulative. Yes, and maybe maybe Requiem was too. Maybe that song's too personal for me. Mm. But it felt more authentic. Happened to be four point two minutes, so about half. Wait, in La La Land, there's a song every four point two minutes. Yep, that's not right. That can't be. You must be looking at like all the, the oh, wait, soundtrack
2: the com- stuff. <sighs> the complete you, musical experience. Sorry, right, you
1: have to find only the no, song no, yeah. pieces. Hey, the original motion picture score. That's the score. No, you need to you need to just go to a straight song list.
2: That's what I'm asking. There's, there's like 16 of a song list.
0: What you need to do is you need to watch the film no. and actually just record how long right. songs are going. And now all of a sudden,
1: numbers. We're one, I'm numbers. just trying okay. to help no. you because you no. apparently need to no. quantify this in some ways. I No, I'm just trying to understand I'm what you said. With no, like it just it being kind of my feel, are, it's, that this does not feel
0: like a musical It's 30 songs
2: with 15 songs. So then otherwise it would be about 8.5, so the same as Dave and Hanson. Ha! So you are Indicator. consistent.
0: Yes. Yes. In my fields, yeah.
2: has, I think, a 10-minute more one time. I'm consistent in my fields, otherwise, yeah. it's about the same.
1: Yes, consistently enumerate in, in your field. No, yes. this, is, this, yes, this saying, is not enumerated. There's, You're the one you that's are, trying to enumerate them. I'm not trying. I'm trying to enumerate them for you. I'm trying to I'm distill. I'm just trying to humor you are, to enumerate. You are trying to obfuscate Mm-mm. your true position. I'm just saying. And so I am just trying to distill it. No. So the next time I watch a movie, I can figure out how mad you're gonna be about whether it's a musical or not. Is Oklahoma a musical? I've never seen Oklahoma. Oklahoma the King and a I state. I've never seen King and I um, so you've seen Hamilton. That would be a musical for sure. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Um is, is Heathers a musical? I haven't seen Heathers. Uh um, Blame is well, yes, Les so Mis is, is obviously a yeah, musical. I, I don't know. Those well, are hey, the two it? that are. Those are the two that seem to be the what have created the bracket. Avenue Q. Oh, hmm? Avenue Q is a musical. What about Titanic? I haven't seen it. You did too. You saw
0: Hope in it. No, I didn't see Titanic. You weren't here that for Titanic. I missed. I missed that. I didn't see Titanic.
1: Dang. How about 1776? Mm,
0: that did not feel terribly. That, that, I don't. I don't see how that could possibly. Yeah, that one felt very. But non-musical. some
1: of the some of the songs do carry narrative. Yeah, but in John and Abigail's relationship, for instance. Yeah, just uh, yeah. Yeah, so I guess him. knowing where you're coming from numerically, I could see that seventy seventy six would be a problem. Again, it's not. I mean, you know, I know it's not numbers, but you know what deal. I mean.
2: Yeah, it's not numbers, but it's numbers.
1: Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. That's very much a musical. Is it? Yeah, I mean it's been a long time since I've seen it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Hairspray. We'll have to bring I've never more seen hairspray. What? We'll You've never seen hairspray? Hairspray, hairspray. Oh, that's a great one. I mean, in that one, she does sing to the Flasher, and he's just flashing. So I guess he's not in the musical. So we'd have to think about that. You know, Good Morning Baltimore. Yeah. The Flasher who lives next door. Yeah. yeah. I thought I thought hairspray was kind of common cultural knowledge, but apparently, yeah, no, I've, I've never seen hairspray. In the Heights is a musical.
0: Yeah, we've covered. <laughs> yeah, we covered nice. that one. I think we covered that one. <laughs> Did I mention that everyone in that movie musical is in the musical? <laughs> yes, you have. Okay, you have. <laughs> As opposed to Dear Evan Hansen. What, what about the... No. What, what about the, West Side Story? No. What about the? What about, the, what about
1: the paramedics, who the West take West. Abuela away? They're not in the musical. Yeah, they are. How? Because they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I just punctured a hole in your theory because they're definitely not in depends it. depends on it. De- <laughs> Bingo, yes.
0: No, one of them says no, something. No, dear Evan Hansen oh, has oh, finally brought you,
1: <laughs> has finally brought you, has finally brought you to a, a, a realization about yourself. Yeah. That doing... you just have to win no matter what. Okay. Well, Unlike I knew, me, I, I knew I'm that. happy to acknowledge really? that I'm wrong. Have
0: you spent like the last half hour determined to win this conversation? <laughs> Only to help you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, I feel Only to helped. help helped. It was the caring. It was the caring. Well, why don't you just feeling. tell me? Go write a letter to myself. <laughs> I thought that was a great opening. You put. I, together, I have by a the fair way. foul for you. Lay it on me. We're almost at an hour. So this is from Leah Marilla Thomas at Cosmopolitan. Oh, Leah Marilla. By balancing tonal shifts hmm. and using music to portray the grieving process. Isn't that what I was just saying? Riverdale's Next to Normal episode does what Dear Evan Hansen was trying to do. That is awesome. But
1: better. W- but I don't know the Next to Normal episode. Yeah, I haven't there's seen there's a whole it. article talking about how much better yeah. the Next to norm- Normal okay. episode is. Okay, I, having never seen Next to Normal, I'm gonna cry foul only because it's Riverdale I and I can't imagine Riverdale doing anything Appa- right.
0: Apparently, apparently yeah. they did don't with think this Hope
1: has <laughs> never liked the musical episode they did. Yeah.
0: Neither neither has
1: this person. But this, this to me, does capture at least what Dear Evan Hansen is trying to do, which is to use the music to juxtapose the grief versus the rest of the movie. Yeah. I've got another one. Okay. Andy Wilson at Bleeding Cool.
0: Oh, Bleeding Cool covered this. Yep. The film also really fails to crystallize around a very key concept. Evan Hansen is a little bit of a sociopath, (laughs) but so are we all. The film doesn't lean into pressures created by social media and its performative nature at all. The moral of Dear Evan Hansen, the movie, isn't don't tell lies because the truth will always come out. It's that social media platforms demand we lie to each other in subtle ways until finally they're not so subtle anymore and we're all living atop bullshit mountain together.
1: That's a nicely put... I, I like that. Well, and this is something but, I... Do we all live atop a bullshit well, mountain? Well, and
0: that's apparently the thing that... No. that one, yep. the, one of the big <laughs> yes, changes <we> <laughs> is the... You um, used to believe that. The first song in the pil- the film. The film? Uh, watching and Through it, the Window or whatever that song is. It's a moving film. Whatever. song Um... Watching through you know. a window in the musical version, mm-hmm. it's all about being on social media and screens. Mm-hmm. The film makes it into this whole, you know, oh, Evans behind a window watching the world right. go on around him, and so yeah. I, I think that's another issue with with why that's a some nicely, of the way the film that's runs into trouble point. is 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 it kind of falls into I, as 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 Wilson says like. Its moral is basically don't lie because the truth comes out, which is a very
1: kind of pat and and right. very sort of blase. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that like a Hollywood film is supposed to teach. Yeah. You. but that's the whole point of the the fundamental problem of the film is that Hollywood just can't make it yeah. the way it needs to be made. Yeah, right. If if can Hollywood expose the pile of bullshit that we sit on? Not really, right? Because they well. help to build it. And social media empires help to to reinforce it. I don't know how you reinforce a pile of bullshit, but Do it. Uh, I think you use some two by fours. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. In Oregon, you worked with a lot of bullshit. Mm. One oh yeah, one supposes. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of two by fours. I can see you as a, a the carpenter type as a youngster. I I I helped built our sets for the for the musicals plays and musicals yeah. that we did. Yeah.
0: That were 100% musicals. <laughs> Why? Not, not because you were in them. Barnum. I was in that, yeah. Musical? Oh yeah, that's my, my recollection. Yes.
2: <laughs> my, Let's look yeah. up the numbers. My, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's my recollection. Yes, it was. I a just musical. wish we had a, like an office lady's side, audience listening to us because somebody would definitely look up all the numbers. Yeah. And it would be spectacular. I'm pretty sure that's what Rich is doing. I mean, he stopped at two. I'm oh, pretty did he? sure. Okay. Well,
2: yeah. uh, At some point, you ignore the numbers, so there's not much
0: point. Again, because we're talking feelings. Right.
1: Numbers only matter if they reinforce what Patrick wants to, to presuppose about the world. Says the guy who's using numbers the first time. I never, never use numbers. You're using them now. Only to help you clarify your thinking. They're not yet, yeah, but I don't. Do my, I? Do you think I agree with your thinking? I have been clear that I disagree with your thinking the entire show. Right. I'm but you're only using numbers helping
0: to, you. You're using numbers to disprove Be, my point to prove your point, which no. is using numbers to prove. Because
1: your Because the only language you understand is no numbers. Because this is a feel.
0: This is this is a gut. This is in my heart. Well, why are you pointing <laughs> at like, your heart, heart when you say your gut? Because yeah. my, my heart and my gut are yeah. are linked. Yeah,
1: with that bad coffee, they're yeah. they they're, they're linked. It's Once a it's, it's a, a
0: heart gut gut heart thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that's probably why it makes no sense. That's because
0: it's feelings and feelings. No, I, mm. Feelings are complicated. You can't quantify feelings. No, no.
1: when you when you have to win how the argument more than anything else, Eight? what does that mean? <laughs> I'm surprised you don't do that when <laughs> you walk down I'm the hall. Don't have dice hey, Professor beautiful. Hamilton, how are you today? Ah, six and a half. Yeah. I had a bad coffee yesterday. Uh, God, I wish I was six and a half these days. Six and a half would feel good, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'd take six and a half. You know what a bright spot is in the week, though? Coming here and talking with you. Yes, that's true. Even when you have cockamamie theories about what makes a musical. A I don't musical.
0: have. I have perfectly reasonable theories. Mm, there's a little cockamamie in there.
1: No. A little. No. Just a little. No. So I feel like maybe we've reached an end. Possibly. Yep. It feels like we're petering out. I think so. Yep. It's a tight hour today, Rich. So that's a. Happy one to kind of edit together? I'm not sure it's tight. It's it felt t- pretty tight it's, it's to an me. Hour.
0: Well, really? Yeah. It took us like 10 minutes to get going. Well, I don't remember whose fault that was. It was yours. I'm sure it was entertaining. How was it my fault? I don't know. I just recall that it was yours. It's a feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Both my heart exactly. and my gut tell me 80% fault. my fault is what your heart's telling you. Not even 80, it's like 99. Yeah, oh, exactly. numbers again. Like, well, like he just admitted
1: the numbers are in his heart, Rich, right? yeah. which is enough Their for numbers, me. heart <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, uh, it's like I'm a Care Bear with numbers. <laughs> yeah. Oh I my god. Numbers we should do a scene. show where we come up with like, if Patrick were a Care Bear, what Care Bear would he be? <sighs> Grudgy bear. It's grumpy. <laughs> No, but it wasn't grudgy For bear. you, it would be grudgy no. bear. No. Nobody holds a grudge like you. Mm-hmm. You hold it very close to your <laughs> heart. That's not true. Again.
0: <laughs> it's all about the feels.
1: He's grudgy.